Somebody shout hallelujah. Beloved, we are welcome to episode 10 of the season 1 of Biblical Phronesis. Biblical Phronesis. In this episode, we continue with our review of John Maswell 360 degree leader. We have addressed some common challenges that leaders have to contend with in episode 9. In this particular episode, we shall be looking at seven practices of leading up. Seven practices of leading up in an organization. In other words, seven practices that we can adopt to lead our superiors, people that are higher in hierarchy, to make the right decision. You will agree with me whether in the church or in a secular leading up is a very is a major challenge of a 360 degree leader or a leader that wants to make positive influence. More everyone that would like to be an authentic leader like Jesus must learn, however, to lead himself or herself and to lead others, either in one-on-one relationships, in teams and communities. So leading in several fears of life, either in our life role or in an organizational roles, we require us to interact with superiors, colleagues, and subordinates. And I can tell you that leading superiors is much more difficult. So beloved, we look at two principal questions in this episode. Number one, how do we lead up? In other words, how do we lead our superiors, people that hire in the hierarchy? And what are the practices that will help us to do so successfully? Beloved, you will agree with me that most leaders want to lead, but they do not want to be led. They want to lead, but they do not want to be led, especially our people in the house of our faith. However, for you to lead yourself well and also influence superiors in the positive direction, you must be willing to be led. Led by the Holy Spirit, led by God, led by Jesus, and led to add value to others. This is very, very important strategy that we have to adopt as a leader. We have to add value to the organization and distinguish ourselves, stand out of the crowd by doing our jobs or our tasks excellently. When we excellently perform, then our leader that is above us will learn to trust us, will learn to rely upon us, will turn to us for advice in their hour of lead, which is step our influence in the organization. In fact, our influence when we interact with such leader will increase and we have more opportunities to lead up. So, beloved, let's quickly look at the seven practices in this episode that we want to talk about. Number one that John flagged for us is we have to, if we are to lead anyone for that matter, we have to lead ourselves exceptionally well. 
we must that's practice number one we must lead ourselves very well nothing will make a better impression on the leader more than your ability or our ability to manage ourselves, manage our tasks, manage our time. If our leader must continually expend energy in managing us, cautioning us, and almost micromanaging what we have to do, it will drain them of time and energy and discourage them. That cannot help someone that wants to be an authentic leader and an effective leader. So to become someone that a leader turns to when the heat is on, we have to manage our emotions, we have to manage our time, we have to manage our priorities, we have to control our thinking words and our personal life. In other words, we have to have the fruit of the Spirit clearly outlined in Galatians 5. So to lead ourselves especially well, one, we have to manage our emotions as we have said. We must learn not to transfer negative energies to others when in difficult situations. We need to ask ourselves, can my leader turn to me in the hour of need? If the answer to that is yes, then we are on the right track. And if the answer it is no, then we need, this is a wake-up call. Practice number two. Practice number two says we need to lighten our leader's load. In other words, we need to reduce the load that our leaders are shouldering. That is when they can turn to us. If you help lift the load, then your leader will succeed. Then your leader will succeed. Helping to lift load shows that you are a team player. It shows that we are a team player. It shows that we are a problem Server. It shows that we have to be able to look for opportunities for progress in every challenging turn. That is what is expected of us. Practice number three. Practice number three. We have to be willing to go the extra mile. In other words, we must be able to do what others ideally would not want to do. We have to be prepared. We have to show tenacity. We have to be ready to sacrifice for the sake of others. Those are leadership qualities that will make us to go far. We have to have a, a significant mind shift that our leaders will see and commend our commitment. Our mind shift must Forsake short-time gains or comfort whenever we are making a decision. So we must make a decision after checking and assessing the impact of our decision on others or on the organization. So this is very, very important that when we do so, our leaders will learn to trust us, will learn to see us as a change agent in the church or in our organization practice number four quickly we need to be able to invest in relationships all good leadership is based on relationships if you are going to influence anyone there has to be a relationship people will not go along with anyone if they cannot get along with the person so if you are leading up Leading across or leading down, there is a relationship that you must 
nurture. I am nurturing of that relationship through enthusiasm, genuine enthusiasm, supporting vision and connecting with others with genuine interest, not superficial, will help us to engender trust. So it is important that we get along with everyone like Jesus, without discrimination, without pretense. Jesus was able to get along with the rich and the poor, as we have read in the good news in the gospel. So we have to be able to get along with introvert and extrovert. Get along with people that are literate and illiterate. That is what is expected of us in the household of faith. Practice number five. Practice number five. This practice is something that at least we all know very well. We have to be prepared when called upon. When our neither needs our input and our contributions, we have to be prepared. Why? Because time is precious to everyone that is leading. So, for that reason, we have to be prepared so that we don't waste the time of our leaders. So, we, do, we must learn not to waste the time of our leaders with unnecessary emails and phone calls, for example. Rather, we must add value to their time. Practice number six. This is very, very crucial and the Holy Spirit will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. We have to be tactical in our approach to our leaders. We mustn't rush to issues. Rather, we need to know when to push ideas and when to take the back seats, when to back off. We really need to engage the Word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to direct us. To make the right move at the right time, in the right place, when we are engaging with our leaders. This is not an easy task, but it's the best approach. Because it will make our leaders to know whenever we are engaging them, there is value proposition. There is something positive, some, there is a progress that will be made. Amen? Then practice number seven. Practice number seven, the seven practice, is the fact that we have to endeavor to be a go-to player. What do John Maswell mean by a, a go-to player? It means both our leaders and our peers, we want to come to us. Because they admire the fact that when they come to us, especially when the heat is on, we are able to produce results. We are able to produce results when we are working under pressure. Go-to players are the people who find a way to make things happen no matter what, without following unethical ways or unethical practices or ungodly practices, without taking negative shortcuts, they still get the job done. So if one adopts the positive tenacity of a go-to player and take every opportunity to make this happen, a leader will always come to rely upon you. Even God Almighty, if you are doing that in the house of God, will support you because you are now a reliable partner in the kingdom business. So if you have the willingness and the capacity to lift the load of your leaders when they need it, you will have tremendous influence on them. So, as 
as someone that want to be an authentic leader this practice number seven is saying to us indirectly that we need to take every opportunity to produce positive results we must not form the habit of kicking the can down the road in other words the holy spirit will help us not to stop learning but rather we must continually improve we must ensure that we are better today than yesterday and so beloved with that seven point seven practice we move to the biblical um, to the wisdom quote of biblical phonesis this particular episode 10 the first wisdom quote is taken from proverbs 27 verse 17 proverbs 27 verse 17 that says as iron sharpened iron so one person sharpens another in other words we need some friends in this part in the context of this episode we need some leaders in our life who are strong enough to sharpen us and challenge us to become better 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 360 degree leaders better leaders in the middle of an organization however the father would need some of these leaders do not mean we must not observe caution Proverbs 22, Proverbs 22, verse 24 to 25 says, Make no friendship with a man given to anger, nor go with a wrathful man, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourself in a stair. That shall not be our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. So we need to be watchful, we need to be observant, we must not be taken by surprise by the antics and behavior of people that should not lead us because we have a goal for leading we want to make it to heaven and that shall be our portion in the mighty name of jesus so biblical phrases for this episode quickly beloved is number one to lead up to lead up we need certain practices to get the job done and some of the practices that we have highlighted, we highlighted seven, but there are some points that will remind us of those practices. Number one is self-leadership. If you are to lead people that are above you in the hierarchy, you should be a leader yourself. Lead yourself. Control yourself. Then we must also have tenacity and selflessness in doing the work of God. We also must have Jesus' mindset that doesn't discriminate on the basis of social class or race. We have to invest in relationship so that we reap trust, genuine trust between a leader and a follower. We have to be ready. We have to be ready. We have to be prepared. Then we have to endeavor to make tactical moves. As we do so, the Almighty God will give us the grace to lead well in the mighty name of Jesus. So, beloved, let us pray to close this particular episode. Father, we thank you for the position that you have placed us. We thank you for making us leaders in your in the fold. Lord Almighty, help us to lead from where you have placed us at this point in time. In the mighty name of Jesus, help us to add value to the leaders that you have placed above us in our various churches in the mighty name of jesus 
Lord of Lords, the practices that we help us to lead up shall not be scarce in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' most precious name, we are prayed. And so, beloved, if you are blessed and enriched with this episode, we urge you to spread the message as you apply practical wisdom, biblical phonesis in your life. We would like you to join us if you are charged and led by the Spirit, either online or in our contact sessions as the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Restoration House, Blue Fountain, South Africa. If you are led to make comments, Lord, please, beloved, do not hesitate to send your comment to us via our public email addresses till we come to you in the next episode, episode 11. Remain blessed in the mighty name of Jesus.